The time is 24 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. It was Roy Bennett who said, quote unquote, if you have a strong purpose in life, you don't have to be pushed. Your passion will drive you there. On our weekly motivation tonight, I'm joined in studio by author of Motivational Books and Life Coach, Ebenezer A.B. Mamabolo to continue with the series we started last week around monetizing purpose. And this is the second part. Join us in conversation. Our WhatsApp line is 079-295-1212, 079-295-1212. And our SMS line is 47861-47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. You can also give us a call. Have your say. Call us now on 015-151-1058. Mr. Mamabolo, good evening and welcome. Ah, Good evening and thank you for having me. Have you been well? I have been well. How have you been? I, I'm quite well. Look, I'm interested in the discussion that we started, right, and that we're continuing with because mm-hmm. we're talking about, I guess, monetary liberation to some extent. Yes. And, and we're currently in this pandemic where... People are losing jobs on a daily. Businesses are not doing quite well. So if there has ever been a time where I know for a fact that anyone would really love some cash injection, it's it's definitely now. Yes, yes. Picking up from where we left off last week, how financially liberated should one really be before they can see a need to monetize on their purpose? But also, what does financial liberation even mean in this regard? You know, financial liberation is relative for, for each each and every one of us. Mm. You know, it's it's like financial freedom. And, you know, when we are calculating financial freedom, it's relative, you know, because the lifestyle that I'm living is not the same as the lifestyle that you are living. Now, the moment where you are getting an income that can sustain the lifestyle that you are living comfortably or even a little bit extra, then that's financial liberation because when you when you reach that state where you've got your assets that, that are generating you income, when those assets can sustain the lifestyle that you have comfortably, the lifestyle, it, it can even feed you, it can feed your family. When that's happening and you no longer even need or you are no longer forced uh, to work for something or to do something to earn a living then when those assets of yours collectively are earning that particular income then you've reached financial liberation we've already established that one can fulfill their purpose and equally learn it and rather earn a living from it yes Let's expand on that for for purposes of tonight's discussion because we con- we, we're sort of continuing from where we left off right yes what does that mean exactly because you know when we talk about living in your purpose, that's when you're serving an NGO, that's when you're doing such charitable works and so forth. How do you sustain a living in terms of monetary terms doing that? You know, what I realized was that, you know, when it comes to us monetizing our purposes, we've got some beliefs that are holding us back. And I'm reminded of a situation that happened to me. 
you know there's this there's this friend of mine who who knows that I I am I am a qualified computer computer guy and he knows that I work with computers and it's my it's my area of expertise but over time he had gotten used to me not 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 charging him anything for the service that I was providing from from when he was still young when he was unemployed I used to do for him this work that I, that I love doing and I didn't charge him anything and over time he he as he grew and he got uh, more computers even at work I didn't I still didn't even charge him and you know to my surprise one day because when, when I'm doing the work it's not free sometimes I use my own data to connect to the internet so that I can update his software I use my own resources for me to be able to do that service that he needs me to do for him and because I had conditioned him I had gotten to a point where I did not value my gift enough to see that this gift of mine it's worth me monetizing it I didn't think that I was worthy to even charge my friends I didn't think that I was worthy to even charge those who know me and because I kept on saving him my gift for free I kept on doing for him the service for free over time then this one time after i did this the very same service that i was used to doing it for him then he tells me that no i'm writing an invoice like what you're writing an invoice for what no the service that you provided for me i'm going to submit this invoice uh, to to my ceo and the financial department so that they will be able to assess how much this service has cost then i looked back and i remember no but I, I didn't charge you for the service that that I rendered to you, and now you are telling me that you are go- someone you are going to charge them for the service that I had provided. And when I looked back and I realized that no, it's not his fault, but it's my own fault. I gave him the permission to say that no, my gift is not valuable for you to for me to be able to charge you for the service that I am rendering. Now he had even gotten to a point where he doesn't even think of value. He didn't. He he knows that I've even got a system and some software that 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 I use to charge invoices, but because of the way that I've been conditioning him that the way that he's conditioned to me freely giving him my gift he never saw any value in it and the same is true for us when we are busy saving our gift whether we are saving them in non-profit organizations what we need to realize is that a non-profit organization for it to be able to survive it needs to get some funding and there's someone somewhere or there's a company somewhere that's funding that particular non-profit organization now when they are funding that particular non-profit organization they are not funding it for profit purposes but there are expenses towards running that particular non-profit organization there are expenses this issue of a uh, data maybe we are communicating with each other from afar because now we are in lockdown maybe there are services that we need to go somewhere to provide that particular service maybe to visit a community we need money for us to do that and we've got non-profit organization that that are able to even pay you they'll pay you they'll pay your cell phone bill they'll even pay you for all of the expenses that you incur while you're working for that particular uh, that particular non-profit organization but because we've been conditioned in such a way that no if you are doing something that benefits everyone if you are doing something uh, that's divine then you, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be charging anything whereas it's you know what one thing i've realized is that if you and I are going to argue for our limitations, we are going to keep those limitations that we are arguing. Because if someone is able to become a CEO of a non-profit organization, they earn they earn money from that that non-profit organization. They get paid for them saving that particular non-profit organization. Then it means that it's also possible for you and I. If someone is a pastor and they are earning a living from preaching, if they are going to deliver those spiritual services and they can make money, they can feed themselves, they can feed their families. Then it also means that it's also possible for you and I to do the same but because we've been conditioned to not value ourselves to not value our gift to even get to a point where we don't even think that we are worthy of us getting that particular reward in terms of us saving our purpose we've got these limitations that are stopping us 
I thought that the friend was submitting that invoice for you so that the company could pay you. No, no, no. He was he wasn't he wasn't submitting so that the company would pay me. He was submitting it on behalf of himself so that the company would pay him for having gotten out uh, for having had gotten out to uh, to fix the PC. Yes. Okay. Yes. Look, I'm reminded of a tale that's quite familiar with a lot of entertainers. Okay. And and a lot of people who are very new into industries and they want to get experience. They're passionate about these things. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they are told we're booking you or we're asking you to come to this event for exposure. Yes. So you have to dress up. If if you like makeup, you even have to make sure that you look good. And then there's transportation and so forth. You go to these events yes. all in the name of exposure because you're passionate about these things. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes one does not really think that they're supposed to be in fact to be getting comp- compensation for doing these things yes. and the understanding is that this person if you were to ask but why do you continue doing it they will tell you it's because i'm passionate i need to get the experience i need to get the contacts i need to go out out there and, and make sure that i'm known so that eventually i can be paid for the work that i do yes it sounds like an excuse right you know yes it's it's also the same excuse that i used to give myself you know, you you you'd go to an event and they tell you that it's it's an exposure gig. Mm. You'd go there and they tell you that there's exposure. But get to the event, you'll find that in the very same event where they told you that this is an exposure gig for you, the other person who's at that particular event is not an exposure gig for them. They are getting paid. You find that you are an artist, you love singing or maybe you love dancing or whatsoever. And they are telling you that, no, we can't afford to pay you. But you are going to get, get out of that event thinking that, no, they are not paying anyone. It's All of us are getting exposure gigs. But a few, maybe after after the gig is over, you go and ask uh, your, your fellow guest. And you say that, no, how was that exposure gig? Then he, your friend might even look at you and say, like, what? Exposure gig? No, I, I charged an invoice. This is how much I charged. And, you know, when we get to that point, you know, sometimes, you know, it's good to do exposure gigs once in a while. But you don't get to a point where you let people abuse you and abuse your gift in the name of exposure. You can't be telling me every time that, no, Ebenezer, this is an exposure gig for you. You know, we love when you are speaking and you are motivating our audience. But you find that, no, you are even charging. You've got tickets for that particular event. The people have paid you enough money. You are even paying other people, but you are telling me that it's an exposure gig. We need to get to a point where we, we even set boundaries to say that, no, if I'm going to be doing an exposure gig, say, for example, it's you, Rebecca, you've got an event, then I'll say, okay, I'll do two only two exposure gigs. The third one is not an exposure gig because it does not, it, it's not for free for me to, to learn how to sing. I have to go and learn music. I have to take some some music courses. I have to do, a, to have maybe a vocal coach who would teach me how to increase my voice. Which pitches should I be taking? And those services that, that prepare me to be able to come to that gig of yours, they are not for free. I have to pay them out of my money. Then in the same way, I also I am entitled to be earning that living from me saving my gift. So don't let people or situations where you allow people to abuse you and you abuse your gift. Remember that you cannot feed yourself with a round of applause and you cannot feed yourself with thank yous. You need some money for you to be able to purchase the resources that you need. We're talking about monetizing on your purpose with Ebenezer A.B. Mamavolo. You can join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp line is 79 
079-295-1212 or you can send us an SMS to 47861 47861 start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 150 we continue with this conversation after the break Conversations Mondays to Thursdays 6.30pm to 8.30pm with Rebecca Pala It's 10 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We're talking about monetizing on your purpose. This is the second part of the series that we started last week. You can join us in this conversation. I'm in conversation with author of Motivational Books and Life Coach Ebenezer Mamabolo. And um, you can join us on our WhatsApp line 079-295-1212. 2951212 and you can also send us an SMS to 47861 47861 start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 150 or you can just give us a call have your say call us now on 015-151-1058 I'm reminded of a conversation that I had with one image coach okay who said that over the years she's learned that oftentimes people fail to get opportunities because of the ways in which they conduct themselves, mm-hmm. the ways in which they communicate with potential clients and, and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. She singled out one thing in particular that stayed with me since. She okay. said, you find oftentimes you use terms of endearment. Mm-hmm. When you're talking to a client, you're already calling them, dear, yeah, dear, no, it's fine. They're yeah. asking, how much do you charge, you know, to come and clean this and that? Ah, uh-huh. oh, dear, whatever you have and so forth. They're already thinking, why does it seem like this person does not understand their value? Yes, yes, Are they yes. worth the money to start with? Yes. With that particular thought in mind, let, let's just wrap up on these excuses that many seem to have which then hinder them from monetizing on their purpose. Yes. You know, one of the excuses that we have, we, we tend to think that you can't earn a living from doing non-profit or the work that you love. And if someone is earning a living from doing whatever it is that they love, if someone loves business and they are getting paid to do business, to run a business, then it means that it's definitely possible for you and I to do the same. If someone else is out there doing spiritual work, whether it's preaching or whatsoever, they are doing spiritual work and they are earning a living from it, then it means that it's also possible for you and I. We we shouldn't we shouldn't get to a point where we, we, we get so we get to a point where we devalue ourselves and we devalue our gifts that we even use spirituality as an excuse for us to live in poverty. Another one, it's possible for us to, to do whatever it is that we love doing, to do it with passion, to do it with love, to do it with energy, to do it excited and even get paid for it. You know, you don't need to uh, to work all five days a week so that you could get maybe one day to do what you love. You, you, you shouldn't be able to, to work five days of your week doing something you hate, doing something that doesn't bring energy out of you so that you'll only get a one hour or so. It's possible for you and I to earn a living doing what we love every day of the week. And I'm reminded because of the excuses that we have, they come from the fears that we have. And I'm reminded of a poem by Marianne Williamson. And she's, she talks about the fact that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. But our deepest fear is that we are far powerful beyond measure. And it is not our light, but our darkness that most frightens us. 
You know, our playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that others, other people won't feel insecure around us. And in the same way, in our gifts, we need to not let fear come in between us shining. You know, when you are shining your gift and you're doing your gift so brilliantly, you are entitled to any living from it. And another thing that I'm reminded of is that sometimes when we are when we are saving our gift, we tend to come up with excuses, and these excuses ends up becoming our limitations. And I've got six limitations that we have. You know, when you and I are afraid or we don't believe in our gifts, what we realize is that sometime over time, because it it costs you your health. You know, when you are saving your gift, maybe if you are an MC of an event, you are standing there, you are using your own voice. Over time, maybe you might find that you, you've got some problems with your voices and you might need to go in and see a voice specialist. Now, when you are when you are taking your gift casually, when you've got those health challenges, now where are you going to get the money? Because now when you get to that particular specialist, you find that no, the, the bill that they, they won't be afraid to charge you for those services that you, you had rendered for free. So make sure that while you are saving your gift, make sure that you don't let fear, you don't let anything come between you and you monetizing your gift. Another one would be your emotional well-being. You know, when you are saving your gift for free, but when you get home, you don't have any food, you are stressed out, you are worried about when will your next meal be. Now, make sure that as you are saving your gift, don't get to a point where you even let people or you give people the permission to disrespect you and your gift because now it, it's going to give you stress then you might even have depressions now you, you are, you're going to be forced to go and see a specialist to deal with those issues whereas you could have had solved those problems by monetizing your purpose another one it also even affects our relationships you know you can't as much as money doesn't buy happiness but if I can get money to take you out on a beautiful date and I'll, I'll, I'll take you maybe on, an, on a very maybe nice cruise and we are chilling and we are having dinner under the stars that would become a great memory so make sure that don't be afraid of monetizing or valuing your gift another one would be time it costs time to save your gift it takes away time from your family it takes time from your loved ones it even takes time that you should be having by with yourself to be able to care for you to care for your well-being to make sure that that you are well and when you are when you are freely giving out your gift and you find that it's costing you time tomorrow you might come into your spouse to your children and say that no then and you remember the story i shared that you know there was this guy who used to do this who was a million who was a billionaire he had all the money in the world but the thing that he never had was time with his daughter and on her daughter's deathbed when she was there on her deathbed when she was talking to her father the father looked at her and said that you know what baby girl this has been a good life but with tears in her own eyes the daughter looked at him and said you know what it's been a good life for you and others but not for me when i wanted you to be there for my sports games you were not there when i was singing when i was entering competitions you were not there now as i lie here on my deathbed the only memories i have is of you helping others but i don't have any memories with you now that's what happens when you and i spend time doing our doing things that we love but we are not monetizing it because when you get home you your son or your daughter or your parents they won't care if you AB gave you a round of applause or he said thank you what they would want to know is that mommy can you provide for our needs when we need school fees can you provide for us those school fees another one we tend to give an excuse about fulfillment you know we tend to get to a point where we say that you know what i'll be fulfilled or i'll, I'll be fulfilled at the end of my life yes you will be fulfilled at the end of your life but what about today when you are freely giving out your gift when you are freely giving out your worth and you don't value it today you are today 
Today you need to buy roll oil for you to be able to smell good. Today you need to buy some toiletries. Now, if you don't have the money for those toiletries and else you are using your gift to do that, you'll, you'll find yourself in trouble. And the last one would be contribution. You know, as much as you might want to contribute to the world, you cannot give what you don't have. When you are monetizing your purpose, it gives you an opportunity to, to even give to those non-profit organizations that you have. Now we've got funds that need money. When you've monetized your, your purpose and you've monetized your gift, you can now be out of the excess that you have, you can even give out to those who are in need in the community. But when you've never had that chance to monetize and take your value, you never you took the time to value your own gift and your own purpose, you can't be able to contribute. Let's have your closing comments. And, and I'm saying closing comments because I feel we're pressed for time. Yes. <laughs> and we, we did not do justice to, to this discussion in any way. As Before you do that, let's read this comment on WhatsApp. Thank you for tonight's topic. I work for an NPO when for the first years of my employment, I used to give myself for free it took me um having no funds for my take or to yeah it's to take it serious and now i take it as an employment and i need to get paid for it yes yes that's true that's true Right. Let's get into the, the closing comments with the understanding that uh, we, you have to, to necessarily just emphasize on what one needs to really know and understand before they even think of monetizing on their purpose. But let's take a call from Buidumelo in Midrange, Johannesburg. Good evening and welcome, Buidumelo. Buidumelo, hi. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, we do Melo. Uh, ma'am, I'm not sure whether you were supposed to be talking to me. This is Prof. Governor. Oh, no, I am no. talking about oh, those chapters. All right, on... all right, all right, all right. There seems to have been a, a bit of a challenge there. All right, let's just read Widumelo's message then because we've run out of time. Widumelo from Midrand in Johannesburg says, the downfall of a business happens when we put family and friends as our target market and expect support from them. It costs a lot because business becomes favors to those people and money is lost, lost in between. The value of your product and services become null and void. I agree with Ebenezer when he says, an applause will not feed you. Yes, it won't. It won't. Let's close. You know, before before we learn to monetize our gifts, there are some three key things that I would like us to, to take into consideration. The first thing, we need to be able to differentiate between activities that are assets to our purpose and activities that are liabilities. Learn to differentiate and know that no, when I'm doing this activity that's in relation to my purpose, this one is an asset. This one advances me. This one makes me better. And learn those other activities which are not making you better. If you find yourself that you are doing activities that are not making you better, they are not even advancing you or improving the way you serve your purpose, then st- stay away from those activities. And if possible, find people who could be able to do those activities for you and maybe you could even employ someone who would be doing those activities. Another one, we need to learn which areas in our purpose can we monetize. And when we discover those areas in our purpose that we can monetize, we need to invest our time and resources in developing those areas. Right. Because mm. <laughs> We are so pressed for time, I understand. Let's have you perhaps just dedicate the next session we're going to have on, on wrapping up on this series. Can we do that? Yes, we can. Yes, please, we can. Please, share your contact details quickly. And my contact details on all of the social medias just search for Ebenez Mambulo and you'll find me. And when you're booking me as a coach and as a speaker, contact me on 071-639-7807. Mr. Mambulo, I'm so sorry we're pressed for time. Thank you so much. Ah, it's a pleasure. Thank you.